relates to the vision of your house. The Bible speaks to write the vision, make it plain that he who runs may read it. That I'm sorry, he who reads it. But yeah, that uh, yeah. You said it right. Whoever runs may read it. There you go. Y'all look it up. Habakkuk two and two. It's in the Bible. Right. And what I've learned from that particular scripture is that you have to plan, mm-hmm. but don't just talk about it. Right. Write it down. And why it's important to write it down because. Actually, you just told Landon something about this the other right. day. You want to give him the information? Well, Seven I can't remember exactly what it is. I remember. Um, for, but when you hear something, uh, you're three times more likely to remember it. However, if you write it down, you're seven times more likely to remember and recall it. And I believe that makes a lot of sense, especially when we come into our year with everything coming in. If we don't write these things down, we just don't know. Uh, We have no idea uh, what we said last week, how we're growing and how we're understanding the next thing. It's imperative that you focus on what you've written. And as you write, to me, clarity comes from that. And I really believe that's why the word of God tells us uh, in Habakkuk 2 and 2 to write the vision, to make it plain. Because when we're leading, especially as husbands, especially as wives, as we lead uh, with integrity into our future, we want to make sure that there is intentionality. The only way that we can check that intentionality, you have to keep a note of it. Absolutely. And in keeping a note, what we did for ourselves was sat down, we scheduled a time and we planned to create this plan for our marriage for 2023. It's not always a welcomed idea. Um, a couple years ago, when I was mentioning it to Seth, it wasn't, I don't think, a welcomed idea because it was foreign. And so a lot of times when we are visited with something that we're unfamiliar with, people aren't as receptive to change and to doing something different and don't, you know, like do it for what? We're, we're working out fine. What do we need a plan for? What do we need a vision for? So what we ended up doing was sitting down and we invite you guys to just open your minds to considering this this option as well, or this particular road that we took. And that is, we made a list of what our values are. We made a list of finances, marriage, business, and family. Those were the areas that we wanted to, we realized were, you know, important to us. And in those areas, we wrote out what we envisioned, what we wanted to work on, what we wanted things to look like Mm -hmm. for this upcoming year. With regards to those, we spoke about every little thing, like you may do with a budget, going through, coming through every little thing. Okay, this is going to be for vacation. This is going to be for hair. This is going to be for extracurricular activities for my child. This is going to be for health care. This is going to be the emergency fund. All of those things, tackle it the same way for those particular categories right. so that you will ensure that no rock is left unturned, right? But of course... Before you begin, there has to be communication. You guys sit down, you talk about it, and you don't have to tackle each category at one time in one evening. You can come back and revisit it at different I would times. I suggest that you tackle yeah, it's a lot. everything in one evening. Um, it's, it's something that we did over several weeks, actually, uh, because we had dialogue back and forth and we gave separately our thoughts, goals, and what we want to accomplish separately, and then how those things came together 
as a family, as a marriage. And the important part, I want to go back to one thing that you said. It wasn't so much that vision was foreign to me because, again, I do a lot of that in business and budgeting in business. I think what happens or what happened for me is that you kind of take the marriage aspect for granted that things will just be well. And I believe that that is the largest mistake that you can make in a marriage is that you can assume that there will be uh, no issues and you can assume that there is a budget. You can assume that there is a trip that you're going to go on. There is an assumption of how many times that you all are planning to have sex a week or month or whatever. It's imperative for you to focus in your marriage more than you focus on your job, more than you focus for someone else. Uh, outside of your relationship, outside of that person that you spend all your time with, it's imperative not to take that for granted. And I believe that's where I faltered is that I took it for granted that these things are just understood because we talk about these things all the time. And that is a huge mistake because the reality of it is just because you talk about it doesn't mean that you are being about the things that you talk about daily. And if there's traction that's being had in a particular area. So the focus is now we must be intentional. We must live life with expectation. We must pray with expectation if we want God to move on behalf, not only on our relationship, but in our businesses, in our family, in our ministries, all those things that God has empowered us or those, those giftings, those talents that God has given us. In order for us to keep track of those things, we have to track them by how we get better in those things. The best way to do that is to write it down, video record it, vocal record it, whatever you need to do in order for you to focus on the goal of a healthy and whole marriage. Not just the words of healthy and whole, but actually living that out, writing that out day by day. And you made me remember what I clearly forgot um, in the midst of that interruption uh, as it relates to vision. What I think other what people and oftentimes a lot of people, even church people will forget is that you're not just writing the vision and then assuming it's going to make itself plain and assuming it's going to make itself um, tangible, visible, mm -hmm. that it's going to be possible. You have to work that vision. Yeah, Faith work. without works is dead. So what we usually do at times, we just write it down or we just speak it. And it's great because you, you speak it or you write it and make it available for someone else to be aware of it. Right. And maybe they can hold you accountable, but only as far as you want to be held accountable, right? Sure. But when you write it, it's that, as you said, seven times more. It's kind of like that little nagging that's like, you know, you said you were going to do something. Right. Whether someone's holding you accountable or not, now your conscience is holding you accountable. Now you're, you are encouraging or trying to encourage yourself to be better, do better. And that's why it's important for you to create a vision for your marriage as well. Because as a team, you guys are to encourage each other to do better, be better, and have a better marriage, right? right. And if you work on those, you know, whatever is important to you guys, whatever you value, whatever areas that are significant, sit down and work on those. And it doesn't have to be at the top of the year. For me, I feel it can be around your anniversary. It can be at any time that you deem necessary. 
But first pray, communicate what you want your vision to look like. Mm -hmm. Communicate the topics that you guys feel that are significantly um, or are important and are going to significantly affect your marriage. And then discuss how you want those areas to look for the next year or the current year that you're in. And then, as I mentioned, faith without works is dead. Work that vision. Work the plan. If you don't know how, that's what the team is about. And even with regards to the team, if the team is not aware of how to do it, there are resources. And so you ask God as the first primary resource. James 1 and 5. If anyone lacks wisdom, ask God and he'll give it generously. Generously. He may. It may be in the Bible. It may be that he's put someone on your heart. It may be that he's put someone on your spouse's heart. It may be that someone else has you on their heart and they come to you with the necessary resources, tools that you need to accomplish those particular goals and that in that particular area of your marriage. Right. You have to be prepared to sit down, discuss these things and hold yourself accountable and it helps to know that someone else is relying on you as well. So I'll stop there for now. Well, I um, believe that you're doing well. Well, I'll yeah, throw in a, page. a couple okay. more, um, well, three more scriptures as it relates to wisdom. It's better to have wisdom than gold, Proverbs 16 and 16. And I ha- this one isn't on uh, wisdom. If y'all aren't sitting down to discuss this, what can happen May happen. And if you guys aren't on one accord, then you're going to clash. If you don't sit down and discuss this, then you're going to have different approaches to it. Mm-hmm. Um, where two or three are joined together. Right. Three strand cord, stronger. Yeah, we got all types of noises for y'all today. But three strand cord is stronger. You want to be a strong force as a couple. And to do so... It's through communication. It's through asking God to get involved. It's through asking for wisdom. Mm -hmm. But it's also through making sure that you're on one accord as a team. Because in Luke 11, 17, Mark 3 and 25, it tells us a house or a kingdom divided against itself cannot stand. stand. Will not stand, actually. Yeah. So if you're not planning, if y'all aren't on one accord regarding particular areas... Or anything, then what's going to happen? Discord. Discord creates division. All types of things can transpire from that. And oftentimes, after discord, there's division and then there's divorce. Okay? And that's what you don't want to take place. If you sit down and you have these serious conversations and you plan for the type of marriage that you desire, you deserve, and God has always intended us to have. Mm -hmm. I am going to stop now and see, did you want to add anything else to that? You're saying it? The to me, the focus of oneness is probably the most difficult part because we're individual beings Mm -hmm. and to really focus in on what your spouse has to say regarding their goals and dreams for the marriage. It's important that you focus on the oneness of marriage. And I believe that part of it is so true because to me, that is the most difficult aspect of it is that. Jamie is not me. And reality is, is that 
the survival of the fittest, the thought first happens that I'm concerned about me. That has to change in order for a marriage to work successfully. And the only person I believe that can help you understand your spouse better is God. So as you focus on individuality, yes, that's good. It's important that you have that. But there's also a better focus of marriage and thought of oneness that needs to happen. To me, that only happens through, as you stated, communication Mm -hmm. and through prayer. And I'm talking about much prayer. Mm -hmm. You need to pray uh, when you're going down and when you're getting up. When there's a fight and when there's disagreements about where we're going to eat, whatever it is. But there should be the word of God tells us to pray without ceasing. It's not just written just to be written. I believe that's one of the more important things that you have to do in marriage because you all are two different beings and it's imperative to focus on oneness. Absolutely. And you can't, because of the fact that you are married, assume and expect your spouse to be never so (laughs) aware, um, to be on one accord. Mm -hmm. They should know. Because they love me, it should be, you know, understood. Right. Nobody loves you that much that they create and somehow become a mind reader. There's not that much love in the world. So you have to communicate. You have to make it known that this is what I'm expecting. If this situation arises, this is what I'm expecting. What are you expecting? This is what we're going to do then. This is how we need to approach the situation. You can't go into this thing. You can't continue a marriage and expect a successful marriage with unspoken expectations. That's good. That's just not write going that to be beneficial. <laughs> I'm going to have to go back and re- yeah, uh, listen to it. But that's not going that's not realistic. Therefore, visions, conversations, they're necessary. And let me tell you another benefit of this, not just for the success of the marriage in in those particular areas, but it's going to Further your marriage in general, because you're going to sit down, you're going to be communicating. Mm -hmm. You're praying together. You're spending quality time together. You're discussing values. So you're you're becoming more intimate about the things that are important to you, because truth be told. And with regards to expectations, those change year to year because we change life changes one year. What could be high on the vision list could be ill parents. And so this is how we need to approach them. Yeah. And that could go on for more than a year. Yeah. And they could get it. well. Right. And once they're well, then that particular area of your vision from the previous year is no longer an issue or a concern. So now maybe we should move this new issue that we're dealing with up on the vision board, up on the list, whatever you're creating, so that now we can become successful in this area as well. The goal is to have a thriving marriage, not just survive in marriage. And so you have to make sure that you're doing those things. Again, do not forget to not just write down the vision, but then discuss a plan of action. Not only discussing the plan of action after that, and again, taking them in small bits. And after the plan of action, going back to revisit and reevaluate. See what works, what did or didn't work. Okay, how do we need to approach this this time? As you mentioned, it works the same way in corporate America. You get evaluated and they're going to evaluate 
specific areas, different areas, mm-hmm. and tell you, well, this worked, this didn't work. This is where you need improvement. This is where I saw improvement. All of those different things happen in the the um, corporate world, and that is for the purpose of ensuring the success of that business. Why not do the same for your marriage? Amen. Why are you just creating a vision and a vision board and having vision parties and having you know all this excitement around something that unfortunately through your history happens for a temporary period of time just while the energy is high Mm. just for the the purpose of the trend of it all your marriage is to last long beyond that so work a plan sit down discuss the plan to ensure a successful marriage for yourself your spouse not only that for those that are looking under you, looking after you, for your legacy, because not all of us have children, but we still have someone looking to us. There may be an older person looking at you, aspiring to have a similar marriage. There may be a younger person looking to you. Whatever the case may be, you are leaving a fit footprint. So why not make it a good one? Agreed. I'll stop. Wow. No, don't stop. But that's the gist of it. So I'm going to take you guys um, back through, I guess, some tips on creating a prosperous marriage for this year and ultimately praying that you guys will just consider it. But more importantly, as it relates to the scriptures that were shared, we want you guys to read those for yourself. Yeah. And for yourselves, excuse me, and to allow God to speak to you and give you your own perspective and understanding as it relates to those scriptures and its application to your life and to your marriage. But we refer to Habakkuk 2 and 2, James 1 and 5, Proverbs 16, 16, Luke eleven seventeen, Mark 3 and 25. And I apologize, I don't have the actual um, scripture reference for faith without works is dead, but You can look that up and find it, and he may be able to get it for you guys in just a second. But the tips ultimately are, in no particular order, pray, communicate, sit down, invest in quality time to make this happen as often as it needs to happen Mm -hmm. until you get a complete vision. Write the vision. Write the plan of action. Break it down in categories if you need to into small bits to ensure the success and then a plan of action for each of those categories, each of those important areas. Then revisit and evaluate those areas as well. We trust that this will be beneficial in your lives. I have not figured out if there's a way and we'll try to somehow incorporate in the future or maybe post kind of how ours looks like, but it can go any way you want. Many people use pictures. Some people just use words. Some use pictures and words. We literally did it the way that I've spoken about. And that was just words, broken it down in categories and said, this is what we want it to look like. Mm -hmm. As he mentioned, as it relates to um, finances, okay, these are the things that we need to cut back on. This is what we want to save in this year. Marriage, this is how often we think um, sex should take place. Family, this is how many family vacations we need to take. Marriage, this is how many individual or date nights we should have. And then overnight trips we should have. And then, you know, longer trips we should have. Business, break it down. 
so that you will ensure the success as much as possible in your marriage. And start small if you need to. If it's only three categories y'all want to look at, that, that is category. what it is. Yeah. And then you work it until it works for you. Try it. Throw out what doesn't and say, okay, now we can add this or we're not, or we can do this differently. But it's about what works best for that those two people. Because as you mentioned, we're not one person. The goal is to work in oneness of mind. Yes. Oneness of goals as it relates to the marriage itself and the success of the marriage. You're not going to completely think alike. You're two different people with two nope. different backgrounds, com- coming from two different cultures, all those things. So there's no oneness in completely thinking that this person is going to turn into you and then things are going to be great. Like, that's not going to happen. It's not possible. It's not logical. But yeah, but the, the oneness comes in with we're on one accord about Amen. how we want things to look, how we want things to work, what we want our marriage to look like and the success that we deem is what success looks like for our marriage as well. Okay. Anything else from you? You have faith without works. It comes from James two and 17. Great. So we appreciate you guys greatly for as usual, including us on your marital journey. And ultimately, most importantly for even allowing us to pour our marital journey out and just you know listen to us as we're we're on this journey yeah, trying journey. to you know like everybody else create that health and whole That's lifestyle it. our own marriage goals and be our own marriage goals out there so we pray the same for you guys we want your marriage to win again you're invited to visit us at www.healthyandwholemarriages.com also on our social media platforms which is facebook as well as healthy and whole, that's on Facebook. I'm just stumbling all over yeah. the place. Facebook, the HWM conference, and or you can just look up healthy and whole marriages on there. That's the truth. Then on Instagram, the HW marriage, and you can get posts, other information uh, as it relates to resources. We are welcoming you to even um, share comments, questions, concerns, and prayers through there because we do pray weekly yes as they're submitted and just in general keeping you guys on our hearts and minds so that's all that we have on today we're praying that you guys are able to have a prosperous successful beautiful year in 2023 yes and we are going to pray our way out of here god we thank you we praise you we bless you for 2023 god we pray as we go into this year and continuing this year that you will lead and guide us in your will and your way, that you will help us to focus on the vision of our own homes. And God, that we will take those visions, that we will grow those visions day in and day out, that we won't lose faith just because something didn't work out in the way that we thought, but we will continue to press towards the mark of a successful marriage. God, I pray against division in marriage, oneness in marriage, God, that will cause not oneness, but separation. But I pray that you will cause us to be as one with you at the head. And God, as you bless us this year, God, I pray that there will be testimony that others will even want to walk this walk just because they've heard 
a vision or a thought regarding marriage and they've seen a couple walk it out. And God, we just thank you for this time. We thank you for this platform. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Thank God. Amen. Amen. And until next time, be healthy. Be healthy, be whole. Be, be blessed. blessed is our prayer for each of you. Thank Have a great you. day.